0: Welcome to the Occasional Adult Podcast, where we have candid conversations about all the challenges we face as we attempt adulthood and how we're only good at being adults occasionally. I'm your host, Tony,
1: And I'm your host, Jamae, And being young-ish adults ourselves, we'll share experiences that you'll probably relate to and hopefully learn from. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's get into this episode.
0: Hello, beautiful people. How are you doing today, Jamae?
1: Disoriented, indifferent, but here.
0: (laughs) Disoriented? Why are you disoriented? Probably because of dehydration. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just tired.
1: Okay. If you guys didn't know, dehydration causes fatigue. Your body will shut down if it's not hydrated.
0: That it will. I am also tired, probably a little fatigued because on the day that we are recording this, what is, what is today? Today is July 9th. So the previous weekend was 4th of July weekend and I was outside way too much. Mm. At my big adulting age, I can't be doing that shit no more. I can't be outside all day, every day into the nighttime, going back and forth between my home in D.C., partying with the ratchets I can't do it because <laughs> my body is now betraying me.
1: <laughs> uh, I understand I picked something up simple something simple the other day and my back is now on
0: fire so <laughs> there's that that's that's crazy that's funny because we have a guest today. And our guest, before we hopped on the phone, was telling us that she's also going through it. Don't get old. (laughs) Okay. You know what? Guest, Katrina, hey girl, go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay. I guess I'll introduce myself as the broken
2: old lady. (laughs) Who Tony decided to introduce <laughs> me by saying, mm, our guest also is struggling physically. Um, <laughs> there is more to me <laughs> than just that. Um, hi everyone. My name is Katrina. I'm an avid traveler, which is why Tony and Jama decided to bring me on today. I also have a travel consulting company, so I help minorities, especially women of color, travel the world and do it safely and efficiently and also make sure that they're sticking their pockets where they need to be as well.
1: So that's me. Mm -hmm. We threw a curveball at you because you guys thought that this was gonna be something about aging. It's actually about travel. (laughs) But know that age is not just a number. There you go. And you need to take it into consideration (laughs) when you're traveling.
2: Because when you get older, you can't do what you used to do. You need a little
0: more (laughs) physical support.
1: Yes, travel now.
0: That's what it's about.
1: There you go. Travel, travel while now. you're young.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had this whole plan to give Katrina a proper introduction, but then we just started talking about how we're all in pain. So <laughs> I, I forgot I was doing <laughs> that. I was very surprised, but I was like, dang,
2: I was really intrigued to hear how this intro was going to go. I still kind of want to hear you do it,
0: though. So. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Oh shit, oh not the pressure The pressure is getting worse uh. <clears throat> Okay, hi guys So today We're going to talk about traveling Traveling as an adult <laughs> You're doing a great If y'all job. could see the face That Katrina's making at me She looking like, She's really looking like Why the hell did I come on this podcast? <laughs> it gets better I promise it gets better <laughs> It'll all make sense. It'll all make sense. <clears throat> but yes, Jamee and I love to travel. Um, we have plans to do it more in the future. You know, once we get our lives together, once we become real adults, because we're we're baby adults right now. Okay. But we thought about talking about this after my Greece trip, and just talking about different things that we want to do in life when it comes to travel. So what better person to bring on as a guest today than Katrina friend of ours from college Aggie Pride Aggie Pride <laughs> and travel expert travel guru if you will I like to think of her as a travel guru cuz have been mm-hmm. everywhere how mm-hmm. many countries have you been to now not everywhere uh probably around 30 that around, that, that is every is that not everywhere no that's not like everywhere it's
1: countries in the world.
2: <laughs> There's 190, so I've been to See? a small portion, but my goal is to get to 100 before 40, so I gotta get a move on. Get back oh out God. there. Amazing.
0: For, for me, 30 is everywhere. 30 countries, that's everywhere.
2: So. It sounds like a lot. When you list it out, people are like, oh, okay, yeah, that's okay. everywhere. But... Yeah. <laughs> I've been to a lot of the more popular destinations. That's what I would describe it as.
1: Mm. Oh, okay. Because you know them little them little ones that are like the size of Rhode Island.
2: Yeah, like Lesotho <laughs> and the, uh,
0: the,
2: <laughs> the little tiny joints. <laughs> Haven't done there. Like Andorra, all the places
0: you kind of forget about. hmm Because I don't even know what you're naming right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, tip number
0: one, travel so you're cultured. (laughs) Yes. And you know what? That's a good segue because I want to start off talking about why we like to travel in the first place and also where we want to travel. But I'll pose the question to both of you. I'll start with Katrina. Why do you like to travel? Oh, so
2: I I root my love of travel back to my childhood
0: because
2: Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up with Cable. And so I watched two shows primarily outside of like the kids' PBS, and that was Nova and Globe Trekker. And so Tony and Jamar already know I'm an engineer. I actually work in aerospace and I work on things in space, mostly probably because I watched Nova <laughs> my entire childhood. <laughs> and then <laughs> I love to travel because I wanted to be one of the people on Globe Trekker. And I love that show because it wasn't like a normal travel show where you go and you just go to museums. It was these people that were, I think now that I'm an adult, they must've been in like their mid twenties, early thirties, and they would go Mm. in smaller villages and be like eating these soups with people in these ornate clothing and like just really diving into everybody's culture. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, I want to see everybody's culture. And I think that's also probably in support of the fact that as an African-American, I don't have a deeply rooted culture that dates back more than 200 years because mm. it was so heavily erased. It's nice to mm-hmm. see people who are so deeply connected to the land that they live on and the traditions that they've passed on for thousands of years when I'm in a culture that we struggle to find connection past the past hundred years. And even that last hundred is a very depressing and emotional thing to go through. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She had a real naked tear on that one. <laughs> What about you, Jermaine? Why do you like to travel?
1: Similar to Katrina, I also have those roots from childhood. Um, I think the number one thing was we had the ultimatum of a pet or we get to travel. And <laughs> I guess we chose traveling. Um, my parents were adamant about us or I guess using travel as an educational tool to Katrina's point, showing us different people's cultures, how they lived, one, so that we can understand our own privileged position, because you don't have to be of the quote unquote majority to be in a position of privilege. Um, so just really exposing us to different things, exposing us to different cultures. And I think that's probably where my love for understanding other people and how they operate, why they operate stemmed from um and then what else do i travel cuz sometimes you just need to get the f up out wherever the hell you are <laughs> need a yeah. mental break put yourself in a new environment so you understand that there's something out there that's bigger than you like i don't have the words that's my gesture even though you guys can't see it
0: <laughs> gotcha yeah i think it's it's pretty much the same for me as what Jimmy and Katrina said. Like, I just like to expand my knowledge of different cultures and the diversity of people around the world, our different experiences, the ways that we live. I have an appreciation for learning about those different things. Um, I'm trying to think about like when that started for me. I don't I don't know that my parents instilled The significance of traveling in me. I don't think they really care. Because my family. They just be driving up and down the east coast. (laughs) And that was it. Like they travel now. (laughs) But we weren't traveling like that. When we were kids. Like we would just go down to Florida. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean Florida was cool. But. I talk about how. My mom raised me to be an independent person all the time on this podcast. And my very first internship when I was in college, I went to California. So I was living in California on my own. So that was my first different experience living somewhere else and experiencing, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, a different culture. And it's even though it's still domestic, like, that is that is a different culture. California mm-hmm. versus North Carolina. And mm-hmm. so I grew to love traveling all around the US and eventually I just wanted to travel the world because my first international trip was when I went to Ghana in undergrad Mm. and after that I was like oh yeah I'm ready to see the rest of the world this is great
1: (laughs) the food is fantastic
0: (laughs) the food uh, the food listen 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 Jola don't love me anytime. Don't love laugh me. <laughs> my
1: best. Wait, wait. I do have a question because when you were talking about TV shows, Katrina, I just knew you were going to say... Um, Dang And I just lost it that fast. What was that competition where they traveled different... Amazing Race. Amazing Race. <laughs> Did mm. anybody watch that? That was me and my family show. <laughs> <laughs> it looked so cool, but it looked so stressful. Oh my gosh, yes. Because
2: it sucked that all the challenges, like it's really based on people having a pair and you really mm-hmm. need the other person to do everything. And I was like, oh my God, I could not imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't she want to? Yeah. Because I just saw like their relationship got so strained on mm-hmm. the show and I can still see this white lady yelling at her husband in my head when he was on the side <laughs> of a building cause his, just, his fear kicked in at the worst time. And they were in the lead. And because he just had a panic attack, they were at last place. And she was upset. And I was like, oh, wow.
1: Mm -hmm. It was pretty intense. I think the cons, well, obviously, that's one of the (laughs) major ones. But (laughs) I would be, I wanted to go on that show so bad. But as I got older, I realized, like, I don't want to do that because you're not actually enjoying the places that you're going you just traveled yeah. all of these different places, and it was all a freaking blur because you're like running through these spaces, yeah. trying oh, yeah. to like get all of these challenges done or whatever. That is very true. They were not having a great time.
2: I think there were other people that I liked their travel shows, like Samantha Brown. Mm-hmm. I liked her show; very relaxing. And then Rick Steves Europe. I still watch Rick Steves Europe. Europe ain't that big, and yet I still watch this man go around Europe. <laughs> Because he's been eating so good and he just is telling me all this history. And I'm like, wow, he's just having a good time. I want a travel show like Rick Steves. It's coming. We're speaking it. (laughs) Listen, no, my next, I think my new dream job and I applied for it and they didn't get back to me, which I get because none of my experience is like this at all. But there are people like in Ocean's Eleven.
0: When the mm-hmm. guy
2: like goes in and he reviews the hotel, like the four-star thing, mm-hmm. that's a job. Like you can apply through Forbes to be someone that just goes to four-star and five-star hotels and rank them oh, and yeah. get paid. And I was like, why am I being an engineer when I can do this? This sounds amazing. And they didn't pick me, but you know, it's God's okay. plan. <laughs>
0: So what kind of experience do you need to get a job like that?
2: No, and I tried. I was like, you know, I've been a test engineer. I've written test plans and
1: reviewed <laughs> software. <laughs> I can review a hotel. Probably hospitality. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Probably. But I put mm. that
2: in there too, Jamie. I was like, you know, I worked at the World Expo. We, we hosted thousands of guests <laughs> and made sure they had an amazing day. I was, I was really trying
1: and mm-hmm. they ghosted me <laughs> it's okay It's go- that means you just need to do your own thing you need to create you're going to be the next michelin star giver it'll be the katrina star i don't know
0: <laughs> wait is our michelin stars a thing for hotels
2: no they're just for restaurants mm-hmm. okay. I'm just saying, like that
0: was oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay
2: okay that'd be a cool job though i don't think my palate is that
1: refined I literally had Taco Bell yesterday. (laughs) Look, there was a a movie or a show I was watching and they were like, you got to go back to the basics so you understand like there's levels to this shit. And they went to, I think, Burger King. It was either Burger King or McDonald's and they literally ordered everything on the menu. And they were just like, you have to understand your audience so that you know how to best serve them. Because somebody who's eating for convenience or efficiency is not going to have the same, quote unquote, taste or taste buds for what, like the higher luxury thing. So, mm-hmm. and it's like Absolutely. it doesn't make them less than. It's just they they value something different.
2: Absolutely, because yeah. everything, all the bougie, quote unquote, foods that I've tried have been very much. You are you have to grow into this. I will never Mm -hmm. like truffles. I'm (laughs) sorry. I don't care how much they (laughs) cost per (laughs) pound. I'll tell y'all offline what I think it tastes like, because I don't think it tastes good at all. (laughs) And (laughs) it's just not for me. But I did find out that that's genetic. Some people are genetically Mm. built to not like truffles. There's like one chemical in it that you just do not like and you find disgusting. But Mm. then there's things like caviar. If you don't like salty things, you're not going to like caviar Mm -mm. at all. Like, that's nothing against caviar or you, but if you're a sweet tooth type of person and you don't like salty things, skip it. Ain't nothing wrong with that.
1: Eat a macaroon. I I can do masago. I haven't had the big caviar. Mm. Yeah, I've had the little ones too. I'm like, okay, because I like salt. Me too. Well, I could do the balance. I'm a sweet tooth person, but I like the balance of sweet and salty. Mm. (sighs) That's where you get me, but. This isn't about food. (laughs) You're
0: probably a big person for food. It can be. It can be about food. And I actually had a question um, Mm -hmm. because what you said, not the caviar, the truffle. (laughs) So the truffle thing, isn't that similar for, I think it's parsley or cilantro. I think it's cilantro. Like there's a gene that some people have that makes it taste like soap.
1: Yeah,
2: that they oh just can't gosh. handle it. And they're like, this is disgusting. I don't understand how any of y'all I are eating so this.
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> soap? Mm-hmm. I've heard people
0: say that they think
1: it tastes like soap. It's so fresh and delicious. I don't know. You anything. ain't got that gene.
0: Yeah. yeah. I like say I don't like the taste of cilantro on its own. Hmm. Like it has to be in something. Like the cilantro rice that Chipotle has, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But if I were to just taste it as a garnish on top of something, like it's not mixed in or anything, I'm going to be like, please get that off my plate. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Because it just tastes weird by itself.
2: That's so crazy. (laughs) I feel like living in Southern California, everyone puts cilantro on street tacos and I Mm -hmm. love it. Mm. And I'll get extra. They do. Because I love me a street taco. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: But, and actually I love street food in just about every country. (laughs) All of it's delicious. But it's just, I mean, yeah, it's genetic. It depends on what you like.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's another reason so that you can travel. <laughs> yeah, so let's bring it back to the travel. Let's bring it back to the travel. So what have been your favorite trips that you've taken, Katrina? Or I guess just the your favorite countries that you visited in general because you've also lived in these places. You haven't just done trips.
2: Yeah. So I, I don't think I've had a country I didn't like. There are some that are not on the top of my list to go back to. Mm. But, and sometimes I was food related. Sometimes it was just how the way I was treated. Mm. But for the most part, I think Earth is pretty cool, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> I've I liked all of it. Um, the Andes, I also love places that make me feel small and remind me that my problems are so mm. minuscule in the scale of this universe. And so anything that has really big stuff, I really, really like. So the Andes, um, I went to Machu Picchu and mm-hmm. it just feels so tiny standing in that mountain range. And I'm like, perspective, perspective. Appreciate and then also like going to like island hopping in uh, Indonesia. I don't like Bali. I go to the other ones cause they're less crowded.
0: <laughs> mm.
2: Bali was too much for me. It was it was sensory overload. Um, but I like them because like, you're just surrounded by water and you're just reminded like, it doesn't take much to take you out. Okay, your problems ain't that big. It's <laughs> really, really not. I mean, I feel the same way about a planetarium. But like, I just love people and culture. So I don't think I have mm-hmm. an answer of where my favorite country is. I would live in Greece. I would live in Indonesia. I would live in Germany. I would raise my kids in Germany. I I've never seen such young people walk and feel so at ease in my entire life like there are five-year-olds just walking to school by themselves through a city because their crime is just so low and this Mm -hmm. i feel like germany really is a really good example of what happens when you really take accountability for your country's mistakes and they really turned their country around and their safety records like it's one of the few countries in the world where you don't have a speed limit on the highways and it's not. Like, yeah, there are probably accidents, but it's not a problem, right? America could never. We don't we don't have it. <laughs> you know, we just don't. But, uh, yeah, I like all of them. I love Vietnam. I love Cat Ba Island. Once again, somewhere that makes you feel small because I like the mountains coming out of the water. I like Earth. Oh, the Zambezi River where uh, Victoria Falls is. I did like whitewater rafting there. That was just gorgeous. You we were like swimming with crocodiles and stuff. And I was like, that's stupid. I got out the water. The white people. <laughs> made it. I was like, y'all. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I was just like, earth, oh, girl. I love me some elephants, some dolphins, and everything in between. Anything that got less than eight legs. No, if you got more than four legs, we not friends. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, tentacles, too. More than four tentacles, I ain't I ain't doing that either. But everything else, I, I'm pretty easy to impress and please
1: when it
0: comes to Earth.
1: What has four tentacles?
0: <laughs> I will try to figure it out.
1: Yeah, because I know squids. <laughs> I think they have six Two octopuses.
2: Squids, or eight. You know, there's squids and then there's something else. Octopuses, of course. I don't I do not yeah. do those. But there's something <laughs> else that's smaller. Tentacles.
1: Oh, jellies. Oh, jellyfish. They're um. so cute. They're dangerous
0: as shit, but oh, they are. So oh, I guess that is a tentacle, huh?
2: It depends on which wow. one. The bigger ones do, yeah. Okay. That's a
0: very wow. wide okay. answer to your question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you clarified that you got out of the water when you uh, were doing white water rafting Absolutely. with the crocodiles. Because I was like, ooh. In my mind, I was like, that's some white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was
1: looking at you like I, I, you had three heads. I was like, oh. I was like, wow, you got real adventures. You know,
2: they they were playing. Because it's like 25 rapids for the day. And so when it gets kind of calm, they're like, oh, you can get in the water. Da, da, da And it was hot. So I was like, sure. And then I saw them eyeballs and the heads popping out the water. And then I got back in the boat. Mm-hmm. And the next time they were like, oh, you want to get out? No. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: no thank you wow yeah I can definitely relate to what you were saying though about liking the feeling of feeling small basically Mm -hmm. when you go to these very big places because that's how I felt when I went to Greece and we were in Athens and we visited the Acropolis and the Mm -hmm. Parthenon just went to you know the top of the city and saw the city from above and how massive it was From the top, I was like, wow, what are my problems in life? I have none. (laughs) Like, nothing is that bad. It really isn't. It really isn't. (laughs) That's how I felt looking at the view.
2: Because you get so caught up and your problems feel so big and you go to places that remind you, firstly, you are one out of seven billion today and trillions Mm -hmm. over decades and hundreds and thousands of years. Like, look at this city that just survived. Like that, you stand at the Acropolis, and I'm like, "Dang, this was here what five thousand years ago." Respect. Mm-hmm. My house ain't gonna make it to two thousand, what to three thousand if I don't really take care of it. It's gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. Like it's just incredible what they did.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Phenomenal. It was. It was one of the most like breathtaking but also calming experiences that i've had it was amazing and i too would live in greece i said so many times after i came back from my trip i'm moving to athens i would absolutely move to athens Athens. in a heartbeat you want to
2: go you want to go be roommates (laughs) girl we can go talk to both of our managers okay (laughs) yeah we want to see what they are doing what our company got overseas (laughs)
0: I No, I checked. I checked to see if we have anything in Greece. We don't have anything in Greece. We got stuff in Italy, but we ain't got nothing in Greece, girl.
2: Athens is beautiful. I see why it was such a thriving metropolis. One, you have water access. The land Mm -hmm. is super fertile. You can grow whatever you want. You don't get any extreme weather almost at all outside of what an earthquake every so many hundreds of years. Okay, They're really living it up over there. And the people are so friendly. And the food the wine. So
0: alive. friendly. Just and that, that brings me. me to another question I have for you, actually. Because <clears throat> I got this question a few times after I came back. Um, basically, how did I feel traveling in Greece as a Black woman, as a Black American? Because you know. Ooh. You never know, depending on what country you go to. But in Greece, I felt so safe. Oh. So safe. And so loved. They love Black women over there. Listen, okay. So Ah, so long ago. So I went to
2: Greece a few days after my relationship ended, with y'all were both aware of my college relationship. So that was literally like three days later. Like I was on the plane to Greece crying, right? The flight attendants were like, Are you okay? But when I landed, the attention I got from these men was so shocking. But I was also in such a vulnerable place, I wasn't in a place to accept it. Like people, mm. you walk down the street and they're like, "Oh, come in, have a coffee." And I'm like, "I don't have any money. Like, I'm I'm really just like walking to grab something." And they're like, "You don't need money. I'll buy you coffee."
0: Girl, America we can got never. so much free shit. We <laughs> got so, so much, free. much.
2: Then oh, I didn't gosh. order wine at lunch, and the guy was like, "Why are you not drinking wine? Do you not drink?" And I was like, "No, I'm just you know on a budget, da 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 backpack." And he's like, and he brought me free wine. He was like, it's lunch. You must have wine with your
0: lunch. <laughs> Are you right? I haven't been living right in America. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Greece is for us. hmm For black women. If, if you're a black woman, go to Greece. Just go visit. You'll have you're a great time. You feeling insecure you're
2: about yourself? It. Go take
0: your melanated behind the grease. Tuh. They love you over there. So is there anywhere that you've been where you had a negative experience as a Black woman, Black American?
2: Um, I think it depends on how you describe negative. I think I've had mm. uncomfortable moments. Like, okay. I think I was in Vietnam, and I was in the bathroom washing my hands. And the two people that were cleaning the bathroom, these two women... While I'm washing my hands. Mind you, their job is to clean the bathroom. They ain't got the cleanest hands in the world themselves. They just start playing with my braids. Oh. Bathroom. And I'm just like, oh my God. (laughs) Firstly, your hand's not clean. Forget that you're violating my personal space. There are germs. Okay. That's (laughs) not okay. Then sometimes people would like try to take pictures without my consent. And kind of like walk by with their camera like this. Like kind of looking at me to make sure I'm in the frame. Which is a little uncomfortable. And of course, like you always get sometimes men that just kind of push the boundaries that you have to halt them. But mm-hmm. for the most part, a, I've had a very chill experience. I have had people try to scam me and stuff. But for the most part, I have a lot of rules for myself when I travel. And I think that helps mitigate those potential problems.
0: Okay. So what are the rules? Oh, God, there's so
2: many um just give us a say, few the, i would say the biggest one is if i'm traveling alone you will never be intoxicated mm. ever. there is no reason for you to be alone in a foreign country and drunk what the actual hell that's just stupid don't do that yeah. you, cause, especially because i'm in my head i'm like i am five four at the time i probably weighed 125 pounds dripping wet very kidnappable mm. There is no reason for you to be intoxicated. very kidnapable. It's, it's taken.
1: <laughs> okay, it's given, taken. Take no, they don't have a unique set of skills to come and save you. Kind <laughs> of Like we need to be smart about
2: this. And then I wouldn't go out at night by myself. The only time I went out at night alone was if I was in a large city and there was like a hop-on, hop-off bus, and I would just mm. stay on the whole time until I went back to my stop near my hostel. And that way you saw the whole city at night. You could pack Mm -hmm. a snack for that bus ride. It's an hour and a half long. You got time. And that's all you need to see. So like, I would say my rules are very specific. Like don't arrive into a new city at night unless it's like absolutely necessary. Um, Avoid taxis because you don't know which ones are necessarily legit and not legit. And a lot of times people try to scam you. Keep all your bags in the car if you take a taxi because if someone locks your bag in the trunk, you can't do nothing about it and you kind of have to give them whatever they want to get your stuff. Like, mm-hmm. little things that I don't think you always necessarily think about. But once you hear it, you're like, that that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yes. I, was that. I was like, it just sounds like you're describing New York. But leave it to other people. It's the best place in the world. Um, I did want to put like a little asterisk or disclaimer out there for those who are not as traveled or well-traveled um, about like the different cultural changes. Like you have to put yourself in that person's shoes. What they did was it right. No, but you have to also put yourself like, think about it. They come from a very homogeneous mm-hmm. lens. <laughs> the only right. people that they see Are themselves we have the privilege sometimes not privilege of living in a quote-unquote melting pot where they started to call it a toss salad or that's what a school of house Yeah. yeah because they were like oh the different ingredients so they didn't say melting pot because we don't have one unique like culture we don't have a set culture in america you know, because there's so many different cultures that make it up. So then they tried to move to like a salad, but then people were like, oh, there's different size pieces. So that's what we're saying that the tomatoes are smaller than the lettuces and the onions. So then they just landed on mosaic, apparently. I don't know if there's an updated version, but mosaic, because mosaics usually have Kind of the same size pieces, but are different and together, it makes a beautiful yeah, jamaiso in the mix. I ain't never heard of none of this. I miss <laughs> the salad. I'm still, I'm, like...
0: I'm still stuck on the salad because why would you go with tossed salad? And you know what else know, that means?
1: I know, I know, that's, we just
0: that's crazy.
1: This is my northern education, but yeah, back to the whole point. Just. I don't, I'm not trying to say give grace because you should respect your own boundaries and, you know, let people know what they are. However, don't be floored when people are like, oh my God, it's a brown person. I've never seen a brown person before. And I think I'm saying this because I grew up, I mean, yes, in a place that had multiple cultures and a bouquet of races however I traveled a lot back and forth between New Jersey and Pittsburgh and you have to travel through Amish country like Harrisburg (laughs) to get to Pittsburgh and there is nothing but white people and they don't their culture they don't get out they don't see a lot so when they see other people that do not look like them it's it's like seeing a fucking dinosaur like you didn't know it existed (laughs) especially children you're just like what the fuck is that oh my god (laughs) (laughs) imagine being introduced to things for the first time ever but instead of getting introduced to them at five you're getting introduced to them at 35 Mm -hmm. that would be fucking mind-boggling to me too so yeah be, be patient you don't necessarily have to give the grace but be patient try not to stab people and just let yeah. them know, hey, this is not okay. I'm a human, even though I look different than you.
2: <laughs> exactly. You definitely have to travel with grace to any homogeneous country. But mm. then also, like, think of the intent behind it. If you don't have the grace, mm. judge them by intent. Because I know one of my friends, she used to teach in Japan. And this she used to teach toddlers. And this little boy said the cutest thing I'll never forget. He asked her if her skin was made of chocolate <laughs> because she's brown. And I was like... What a cute thought. <laughs> so precious. I wish. But like, They just don't know. Like People really yeah. don't know. And it's, we live in a very unique situation where we're given the opportunity to learn about so many cultures. And some people, they don't learn about US history. They don't learn about African history. It confuses them that you are this brown and not from Africa. Like mm-hmm. That was also a weird question you'll get is people say, where are you from? You say America. And they say, well, where are your parents from? Same answer, great grandparents. <laughs> Same thing, okay. Like I don't have another country to give you, and that's mm-hmm. a, a hard concept for people to wrap their heads around.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Going back to what you had said earlier, that's because we don't have that generational longevity or mm-hmm. legacy. It gets cut off with slavery. Sad yeah. Sad face. So, but thank you for put, putting that out. That was so eloquently put. Their intent. Look at that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was a really good point that both of you made. So yeah, I just appreciate talking about what these travel experiences are like as black people and brown people because I think it just gives people a better chance to prepare themselves for the places they want to go to. Like, yes extend that grace but also if you know that you cannot extend grace like you just don't have it in you and you're just the type of person that's going to snap if somebody enters your personal space then maybe don't travel to that country because you don't need to be snapping on people mm-hmm. just because <laughs> they're not used to seeing you they're not used to seeing black people in their home
2: or do you like a group travel if that's not your thing group trips are for that you too or get like a personal tour guide. If you can afford Mm -hmm. it, do those personal guides where you don't have all those people around you and they drop you off at the front door. Don't take the public transport. Don't get the Mm -hmm. cultural immersion. Just go for the food, the history and give yourself some space. And there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like that's what a lot of celebrities do. Like Beyonce is not over here at the fish market. Okay. (laughs) Like, but she still probably enjoyed her trip. You know, like there's nothing wrong with that. And if you don't think you got it together for that, that's okay. You Mm -hmm. just save up a little longer and you have a more privatized experience, Mm
1: -hmm. which is
2: also great. I've been blessed to be able to do that as well. Not me paying for it. Shout out to, you know, families and aunties, but (laughs) it's also a very nice time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm doing it again,
1: but it's great. Yeah. I like thinking about it that way. You're a celebrity. And they're just amazed and excited to see you.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a very nice way to think about it. Because it's very hard not to think about it as being, like, a spectacle. Like a zoo yes.
2: animal? Yes.
0: Yes. Yes, definitely I that. A zoo bad. animal. I feel
2: like they're in a the zoo and people to are to be like the glass.
0: And that seems to be, that seems to be a very popular... very common reaction when traveling to asian countries so Mm -hmm. yeah just just mentally prepare yourself for that and think about whether or not you can handle that so yeah so katrina have you had more solo travel experiences than i guess non-solo
2: yeah i get um i have only child syndrome i'm not very patient Mm -hmm. Fun Katrina fact. And so I can't really wait for other people to go where I want to go. So I go by myself and I think I've maybe done like 15, 16 countries by myself out of that 30. Wow. Like a lot wow. of it was by myself and it, that was not the plan. I just wasn't good at making, I was a little introvert when I studied <laughs> abroad and I wasn't making friends And I was like, well, I only have class Tuesday and Thursday. I want to travel and go see Europe because, it's you know, I could just take EasyJet for 30 pounds back in the day. You know, this was over 10 years ago now. Anyway, um, because it was so cheap, I just started writing down countries I wanted to go to and I just went by myself. Mm -hmm. Now, was that tragic and not the best plan? (laughs) Yes. I ran out of money in some countries. I got stuck in Pisa because I had no money. I got lost in the streets of Venice. Oh,
0: great
2: and I almost had to call someone to come get me. That was stationed oh. out there. <laughs> but I was also nineteen. You know, that's what happens when you're a kid. Oh, you were a child. Okay, like I didn't realize I drink. <laughs> I was so young, and I don't know why I thought this was a good idea. Like I've done stupid stuff. Let's be clear. Busing across Africa alone when you're mm-hmm. not African, that's stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> like
1: <was> alone?
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I wasn't much older. I think then I was like 20. <laughs> like
0: oh girl. Still mm-hmm. a child, basically.
2: Still a child. Just treacherous stuff because mm-hmm. I'm impatient. It's- Those were great trips. 100% loved it, but
1: reckless. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, pause for the cause. If you are 18 or 19 listening to this, please understand. I know it's offensive now, but when you get to this age, you will understand. Yes, you are considered a legal adult. However, you are still a teenager. Let that sink in for a second. You're a
0: teenager. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Literally teenager, meaning literally a child. Jamaica will say it much nicer than I will. The fuck that. You're a child, duh.
1: Like, you are in the same group as a 13-year-old, because they are also teenagers.
0: Alright. You think you do doing something because you might be a freshman in college? Like, no, you're a child. Calm down. The world is about
1: to smack you in the face. Like, life like, is about okay. to hit you so fucking hard and i'ma pray for you but this is what this podcast is for we got you.
0: <laughs> oh oh goodness okay so i think i mentioned earlier talking about where we want to travel to in the future so Jamee, where do you want to go next well <clears throat> i okay. was right. side-eyeing
1: tf out of the both of you Because I would like to go to Greece and Italy. They are next on my list. Um, I've been eyeing an EF tour. That's an educational one for those who don't know. And it's like all inclusive. They're great. I love them. Um, (laughs) That takes you, it's like 15 days and it takes you through the major cities of Greece and Italy. But there's also free days where you can do your thing. Um, for my birthday, I was supposed to do that. My thirtieth, go to Greece. Um, I actually worked with Katrina, which is why I want you all to heed her advice on traveling alone. Do it, um, or find you a group that makes sense because family sucks. Friends who are just <laughs> I didn't tell her that by the way. Um, <laughs> that way. People, people say that. who. <laughs> are not, I don't want to, frugal, I don't have a nice word, poor, we're all poor, but if you say, <laughs> they suck, um, so not, realize that everybody doesn't have the same values that you do, or passions, or drive to get shit done, um, cause otherwise you'll end up in Miami, which is not a bad thing, but, Miami versus <laughs> Greece, okay, um, or Italy, But outside of that, removing all of the animosity that's attached to to those trips, um, Avery and I, as you guys know, are finally engaged. So we know that we don't necessarily want to be in North Carolina forever and not necessarily move away for a long time, but just have different properties. Yes, I said properties with an S in different locations, (laughs) And so we thought that it would be a good idea to leverage travel as a way to explore possible places that we might want to live. So we had a rule that we'd at least take one trip per quarter, one being um, like a staycation, one being driving distance, one domestic that couldn't be dri- you know, driving distance and then the last one international. So now we're just gonna use that criteria and apply it to trying to figure out places to live. Yeah. I love that. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> we just have to throw yeah. that nice thing at the end, you know, sandwich you wall so that we can end on a good note.
0: And not yeah. hey hey I'm hey, hey. um, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you did because when I came back from my trip, Jemay was hating so hard. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. even tell her about the trip because she was just on the other end of the line, just being, just being mad. And I'm like, girl, do you want to hear about the trip or not? Look, I was salty <laughs> as the Mediterranean Sea. Oh. So. She sure was. And I was like, ah, I don't know what to do here. That I didn't get but, to see them. Yeah. So, there's one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to let her I'm going to let her have that. Um, I <laughs> think I personally would like to visit the rest of the Mediterranean area, oh. so I definitely want to go to Italy. I would love to go. I, re- I really want to go to Turkey actually. Can we go to Turkey?
2: Um, I'll try to hold it in.
0: <gasps> I want
2: to go to Capitola. That's a whole other offline story. Anyway,
0: uh, I want to go to Turkey. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. If I'll go with you to Turkey,
2: because I want to do the hot air balloons, and I feel like that's not something you should <laughs> oh, do by yes. because it's never just enough for one person.
1: Mm, so okay, that makes sense because I was—I don't know much about Turkey except that bad joke, the country about Hungary and Turkey. So,
2: <laughs> oh, that sounds funny though, Hungary and Turkey.
0: <laughs> I okay, can't um, what it was,
2: so I one of noticed. my new favorite TV shows is set in Turkey, and it's actually called midnight at para palace and it talks about Mm. the freedom of turkey and it's this woman she time travels back to when turkey is being liberated and their first Mm -hmm. president is being like snuck out of the country and she gets to like live it and see for herself how her country was liberated and so now i'm really interested in going to turkey because it's talking about all these places and where she met and where he met he had like this lover in Turkey. And it was this beautiful story. And now I'm like, dang, now I want to go even more. I want to go to Istanbul. Oh, girl. And Jordan. And Egypt. I'm trying to do all three at once. Oh, i yeah.
0: Katrina, I will definitely go with you. Because <laughs> br- when I flew back to the States from Greece, I had a layover in Istanbul. Bruh, I never seen an airport like that in my <laughs> Life. I had to take a video. I was like, "Bruh, why does the airport look like Vegas? This shit is crazy." <laughs> um, but yeah, Turkey is just a beautiful country, mm-hmm. and I would love to visit. <clears throat> so yeah, I want to do that. Um, Morocco is also very high on oh, my yeah. list.
2: Oh yeah, my mom yes, just please. went. Her and her sister went to Morocco for just over a week and loved it.
1: That's where the couscous yeah. is, yeah. I,
0: maybe. I don't know, she likes couscous couscous. I feel like, I mean probably I think it's in a few different places over there Mm -hmm. Couscous, yeah Um, And then I was also just telling Katrina About how I was thinking about Dubai For my 30th birthday trip We're still trying to figure that out But Dubai is definitely up there on the list too I would come with you for that I would take you to my
2: favorite Spots
0: Okay. Well, I mean you're gonna be invited bitch, if I do it, so oh, thanks, Tony. God <laughs>
2: <I really laughs> to see some people I haven't seen in a long time.
1: You have spots when Katrina I know? live there yeah. than
2: that's different.
1: <laughs> that's what oh. I'm saying. Like, you got you got like Wawa is my spot,
0: like <laughs> <Wawa is crazy. laughs> Oh, the Wawa is crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh I'm just trying to get on your level. <laughs> Girl.
2: Yeah. We have things with each other's lives that we're both trying to get on each it's other's okay. level for.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. And and for those who don't know, Wawa is a northern delicacy.
0: Um okay. Delicacy? Expand- delicacy? <laughs> <She> said delicacy. <laughs> you don't get I'm, it. I'm going I'm gonna close the laptop. It's
2: a delicacy that you can also get gas at
1: No, it's a convenience store It brings all of the people together You can see doctors in there your neighborhood. all getting out. gas for their matter. cars. No, it's not a gas station. <laughs> oh, well, Southern, <laughs> yes, but that's not where it started. And that's why I hate talking to Southern folk about
0: Wawa. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, Isn't Wawa just like the place that we have in the South? What is it? Sheets? It's similar to sheets.
1: Yeah, it's like sheets. Sheets is, but sheets is a gas station to me. I don't know if you guys have sheets down. How? There
0: what is the difference?
1: Because they're like standalone. I knew Wawa as a standalone store. It's more oh, similar to because I've online.
0: never. It's okay. a bougie
1: 7 Eleven. Like, you can go to a 7 Eleven yes. that doesn't have gas. It's the Harris Wawa's Teeter, Teeter of convenience stores.
0: Harris Teeter oh. is a reach. Okay. She
1: said Erwin, so you know oh. what? I'm going
2: to let her have it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I've only seen Wawa's with gas stations. So that's why I thought, I'm like, okay, it's just Sheet's competitor. Like, what is the. <laughs> but now I understand it is 7 Eleven's competitor. It is. Okay.
2: Oh Seasonally. yeah is this Seven Eleven? oh my god 7 in two days y'all free slurpees
1: mm, i'm excited oh
0: shit oh that is a thing huh this is all right let's stop getting off topic um what did i ask y'all Tr- i asked where we want to travel so katrina was naming a few places earlier she named a few things i never heard of but <laughs> If you had anything else on your list. No, I'm going to go and like research what you said. Cause I'm like, oh, if Katrina's going to visit, it's probably going to be real fun. Let me see what oh, she does. I'm trying to what go what everywhere.
2: I actually, and I can tell it really must come across in my like digital twin because now I get ads about going to space. Like they literally mm-hmm. send me the ads to sign up to go like wait list things that aren't even going to be out for like the next five years because I think I give off that. I'm just trying to go everywhere and do whatever energy on my Instagram and stuff. Um, But yeah, I want to go everywhere, Tony. There's no next. I'll go wherever it's cheapest to go next time.
0: That part. Mm -hmm. I'm flexible. I just know, like, I mean, I'm not opposed to, you know, all the trips to Mexico and the Caribbean and all that stuff. Like that's cool. But I just don't want to keep going there. And that's usually where people want to go to celebrate things or if they just want to, you know, go on vacation. Like my dad loves going to the DR and he loves going to Mexico. And that's wonderful. But I'm trying to leave this side of the globe. I was in the background trying to find
1: this place based off of what you said, because like, yes, things I've never heard of. Have
2: but been? there was
1: one that I had like stumbled across watching The Bachelor and it's called Estonia. Estonia
2: oh yeah that looks pretty you know what's
1: really pretty
2: no one talks about them and I only know because they were our neighbor at the expo is Kazakhstan if you look up pictures of Kazakhstan it is a beautiful country absolutely I'm going to look it up right now I'm pretty sure if you just type in K it'll come up I
0: I found it you don't got to type much yeah no, because it's kind of spelled how it sounds so yeah okay this is in central asia and partly in eastern europe
2: yeah it's like the bridge between europe and asia and so they have a mix of culture it's like chinese mixed with russian isn't it they were showing I
1: i mean pause the the recording i'm not excuse me not you tony pause the episode y'all and go google it you're gonna have the same exact reaction because it looks like some shit out of 2059 i don't know 2020 2020- <laughs> 2090- <laughs> 2090 it is probably the most
2: underrated country i've ever seen it almost looks like wakanda over there and they just it's like asian wakanda and they just hit it From everyone. (laughs) Like it just
1: really did. It literally has like a Wakanda ass name. That's the first
0: thing I thought when I saw it. I was like, yo, they're living in Wakanda and they told them. Oh my gosh. No, y'all really gotta look this up. That's the point. Wakanda's not supposed to be known about (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well let me add that to my list (laughs) (laughs) because that
2: mess is wild.
0: Oh gosh. Wow, Katrina's teaching me all types of things today. Yes. Okay, so now that we talked about all that, let's talk about how to adults. So how to travel as an adult. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm getting to. Okay. So, what Jemay was talking about this earlier, so I just want to reiterate this point. But every friend or family member, companion, whoever they may be, Every friend is not a travel friend. Uh-huh. Just because yeah. you cool with them, just because you have a close relationship with them, doesn't mean that you need to travel with them. And like Jamey was saying earlier, like you got to be mindful of the values that you have when you travel, the things that are important to you, the things that you want to do, what you want to spend money on, and pick your travel companions based off of that. When I travel... At least as of right now, I have a very specific group of girlfriends that I've been traveling with. So the friends I went to Greece with, those are my travel friends. Everybody can't leave the country with me. And I think we all need to have that same mindset. So just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm.
2: And everyone can't afford what you can afford. And everyone isn't willing to pay for what you're willing to pay for.
0: That's it right
1: there. It's not that they can't afford it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's very difficult because if you want to go to this, you know, Mandi dinner where you eat with your hands in Turkey and that's $60 and your friend's like, what do you mean? We can go to Turkish McDonald's for 10 bucks and then get a table later tonight, but that's not your priority. There's going to be a conflict. And mm-hmm. so I think I told Jame this when we were planning her trip. Like it's great if you sit down as a group and everyone puts forth an item that they want to do and you start filling in gaps. And honestly, mm-hmm. if you're with more than five people, I wouldn't suggest putting more than two things as a group on that itinerary every day. I don't care if it's morning and afternoon, afternoon and evening, evening and night, but do not do more than that because you're not going to agree. Someone's mm-hmm. going to be upset. Someone's going to be pouty. Someone's going to be hungover. Someone's going to have traveler's tummy, okay? There's a lot of things.
1: Traveler's tummy.
2: There's always yeah. something. Like- <laughs> And because especially when it's things you don't pay for in advance because then people like to drop out So like when you're on a cruise or something and if you pre-book all your activities people are more likely to go They agreed ahead of time, but if you're trying to finagle when you get there And you all agreed. Oh, we're gonna go to breakfast and now someone's like, oh, I think i'm gonna stay home I think i'm just gonna order in and then it bothers everybody because you thought this was going to be This bonding moment for you guys. So you got to plan like tony said with the right people don't travel just because they're your cousin. They can be your okay. always And it's always the worst with family. Because you know that same person that asked you for $10 for that Uber is going to ask you for $50 to get that beautiful hand-carved bracelet when you're walking through Tanzania. And if you're not willing to supplement these people, don't even you know ahead of time. Because not everybody brings day money. And some people mm-hmm. need day money. They need snack
1: money. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how money converts Either but That's it yeah. Oh yeah, if you, you thought she was talking about Weight earlier when she said Pounds, I need you to go to Google oh, true. Do some My conversions <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a good point yeah. <laughs> So yes And yeah. I want to put a little Layer on top of that too Because I know sometimes you can't always control Who you go with, especially if you travel with a group. So make Mm -hmm. sure that there are... If you're going on a tour, for example, make sure you're going on a tour that has free days in it so that if there is something that you have to do as a group and majority quote-unquote rules, you know that you can go revisit those things on a free day. Because when we went to Europe, we went to Paris, Provence, and Barcelona. Let me tell you, these children wanted to go to all of the stores that we have stateside. So H&M, Forever 21, (laughs) Express, I was, and we did that instead of going to like this once in a lifetime, unique, curated, and excuse me, because I'm an art student like gallery of salvador dali's um pieces as well as picasso like together what all right but we wanted to go to fucking mcdonald's
2: and we talked about that <laughs> during your conversation too i was like Jame, you really like art you need to go with some art loving people because yeah. you're not gonna give up the uffizi gallery to drink Like, you're just not going to be happy about it. (laughs) So don't
1: go with those friends. Me and one other girl were just hot. We literally had to beg them to take us to the Louvre. And they gave us an hour. We were snapping an hour. We sprinted through an the Louvre.
0: Hour for the
1: Louvre? That's crazy. Like literally just running and just snapping, not paying attention to what we were capturing.
2: I feel like one of james perspective things. I think actually walking all of the Louvre, it's over a mile long. There is so much space in there. And it's very hard to tell how big it is from the outside, but you have to look at it from the outside and realize it's literally like five or six stories.
1: What oh, I didn't. Yes, yes. And if you didn't realize that the pyramid was not just wasn't the museum by itself, it's everything around it. Yeah, that's just the stairwell. That's just the rain cover,
2: so you could take the escalator down into the basement. It's a huge museum. I can't believe you only had. A, I am.
1: Did you make it to oh Museum d'Orsay? No, we didn't go. Oh, that's my favorite like, museum. It, it the was Earth. the I option. We had it was either going shopping, um, excuse me, because I can't say it. The the de十里塞. Oh, the champs <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, de. <laughs> or go to um, the the gallery, the the show, the exhibition. That's the word I was looking for. And we could have split time, but they were like, "No, we want to go." And I was like, "Okay, that's fine. I I can get with this." But when we got there, literally, it was just going to Four Seasons Mall. And I was pissed. Yeah. I was <laughs> pissed. Like, your local, and if you, sorry, if you don't live in North Carolina or Greensboro, North Carolina, your local mall, like, not even, not even a shopping center, like Tanger Outlets, not the outlet, it was just a strip mall. All
2: right. It's a really pretty strip-all. The problem is yes. it's really for people who don't live in America or in a big city or near a big city in America. Because it's all the stories you already have access to. You can go to a Chanel mm-hmm. store here. You can go to a Louis Vuitton yeah. store here. Those aren't big concessions for us. Like, it's very easy to get to versus someone who maybe lives in, like, a small village somewhere. They're like, oh, this is my chance to get all of this stuff. I mean, it's pretty to walk down. <laughs> Art Triomphe is over there, which is nice to stand at the top and see. But so oh, sorry, Jimmy.
0: It's okay. Wow. Do I have to go back? <laughs> That's crazy. I'm still stuck on an hour for the Louvre. Because, like, I'm really, long. I'm just <laughs> thinking about how long it takes me to walk through the African-American museum in DC. Like that, what is it? The fourth floor. Mm -hmm. That's usually like a single trip
1: that it takes everybody
0: to get through that one floor. So how the hell somebody going to give you an hour for the Louvre? I don't, (laughs) it's not computing. Which is why
1: again, it's really just to emphasize know who you're going with and if you don't know who you're going with and it's like a tour because this was a study abroad trip after we graduated yes this was like seven years ago and I'm still salty about it traumatized Mm -hmm. so (laughs) know that you (laughs) know that you have I guess days built in so you could do what you want to do Katrina had given you guys some really serious gems there when she kind of gave you the outline of what to do as a group, especially if you're not on the same page. So have built in that free time somewhere so you could go do the things you want to
0: do. Yeah. um, Oh yeah. And one of the things that Katrina mentioned is something that we actually did when we were planning our Greece trip. Like everybody in the group, we all identified one or two things that we for sure wanted to do on the trip, like going to one of the museums and somebody else wanted to go to a winery and there was somebody else that like, they didn't really care what we did. They just want to make sure we had a view for everything that we did. So just incorporating all those things made it so much easier to make the itinerary and also make sure that everybody was pleased. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I I
2: would also say as adults, um, get you some traveler insurance, and sign up for mm-hmm. STEP. So STEP, STEP is the um, Department of State's Traveler Enrollment Program. So let's say mm-hmm. we go to Turkey. Um, Turkey can experience unrest. Or actually, I'll give you a better example. Paris. Paris just went through this. Um, mm-hmm. How that city okay. just really was like low key on fire. Um, <laughs> you will be on the list. The State Department knows that you are there, which means you are their priority. You're an American citizen. That's part of their mandate is to make sure U.S. citizens are okay overseas. And so if they have you on a list, they will notify you if there's any concern for your safety, if the status of the country changes from like a three, which is um, travel with caution, to a four, recommend do not travel. And they will also Mm. help you get out in case anything goes really, really bad. So like in Afghanistan, when they have that whole thing of evacuating everyone, if you're not on this department's list, it's going to be very hard for you to show citizenship and for them to actually do anything about it because they're trying to get everybody out. And there's always thousands of Americans in every country around the world. So this is a great way for you to just stay informed and also just stay on the U.S. government's radar for their support. And then, of course, travel insurance Y'all, we not 12 no more. People break bones. I chipped a tooth when I was um, studying abroad. I had to go to a dentist, okay? I've actually lost one of my molars. One of my crowns fell off when I was living in Dubai. So I was in the dentist a lot. Um, Some people got COVID. One girl had to get her lungs pumped overseas. Things happen. The same injuries that you can get at home, you can get overseas. And your health insurance, United, Blue Cross Blue Shield, that all ends as soon as you cross international waters. Oh, jeez. There's also the situation if you pass away overseas, Repatriation is a very expensive process. Flying your body back is a very expensive and tedious process. Having Mm. that insurance will save your family, especially if you're a young adult, your parents, a lot of headache.
1: Mm. You guys, I just want to be a sunflower field. I don't care where, so... It's not here. It's fine. You don't have to fly me back. There you go. I
0: don't know if that country is a choice,
1: but okay.
0: (laughs) Right, we still got to make sure they plant you as a sunflower. Right. Please. But yeah, (laughs) something's happen. (laughs) I
1: don't know. I don't know how it's possible, but I'm sure by the time I die, hopefully, there's enough science to figure that out.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was really good advice, though, with the um, mm-hmm. the step thing, Katrina. I think I was looking at my phone to see what apps I have. I think I have yeah. something similar. It looks like it's called the International SOS app. I don't know. Ooh. Our company recommended <laughs> <Did it laughs> that I use the app. Yeah. So if you, if you didn't realize by now, me and Katrina work for the same company. Um, but yeah, like when I told them that I was leaving the country for my travel to Greece... recommended that i use that app for safety reasons and so you know the government knows where i am and Mm -hmm. so that they can also keep me aware and notified of any threats that are happening abroad and stuff like that so
2: no one thinks it's gonna happen and there were missiles launched at the uae while i was in Dubai. what like yemen was attacking the uae And luckily, the United States is a huge partner of the UAE. So they have very good missile detection and all that type of stuff. But there's still debris. Like, it's still a conversation, right?
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Did you see that missile? Like, what? Right. I was like,
0: hmm. Do I want to say?
1: I knew knew this sounded familiar, but I didn't. Well, not the apps that you guys are talking about because, you know. I don't have the luxury of working for the government, but I have governmental friends. Um, So I didn't know that there was set up. So I'm going to go do that. But Tony, thank you. Because I realized you were sharing like this information with us when we were going to Mexico. And you were telling us like the different levels or numbers that the country can be at or whatever. Oh, yes. I had never heard of that before in my life.
0: And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I usually tell clients to go on the State Department website and look up the country you're trying to go to because that's going to give you the U.S. public display of what they're concerned about, what they think you should be worried about. And then you can make an educated decision from there. Do you need to go? Yeah.
0: Okay. How badly do you want to go? Yeah. I was actually thinking about that earlier when we were talking about Turkey because, like, I still want to go for sure. I just don't know when it's going to be the best time for us to go. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like, like Turkey I know we should probably shouldn't go
2: Yeah, Turkey's always high because it's close to a lot of hot zones, even though it's not a hot zone. So you just gotta get in and get out. Just
1: <laughs> make that yeah. a trip, not a destination to stay or yeah. live.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could be wrong, but I thought like in the past year it was more of a hot zone. Like they actually had some some civil mm-hmm. unrest happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you
2: know, America got civil unrest, too. So, well, yeah. Earth got unrest. What? We Earth got to be at a five. We had a five? Because <laughs> I mean, I think it's so funny because we're like, oh, this country's a three, this country's a two. And I'm like, I feel like if America wasn't America just because of our gun violence problem, we would be a four. Like, let's just let's right. a four, a spade a spade. It is an extremely unsafe country to live in you could go to the grocery store and suddenly hear pop, 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 pop. <laughs> mm. That doesn't happen mm-hmm. in most countries around the world. No. Especially ones with a stable government
1: with
0: yeah. no rules. We don't have stable government. Yeah. <laughs> got most no other
2: countries. want to be present. Like, it's just
0: perspective.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. yeah, most other countries do not have this Gun violence issue that we have, this shit is actually nuts. It's actually I nuts. do
1: I do remember <laughs> being asked like, "Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like after this like usually the second question after, "Where are you from?" you say, the United States?" They're like, "Are you okay? Is everything okay there? you feel safe
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of the violence. Oh jeez. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, I think Jemay when we were planning this You said you had some questions for Katrina For the mm-hmm. how to adult section So what you got for
1: Okay we're gonna do rapid fire So Oh god okay. <laughs> Get ready <About> this. <laughs> We gotta give, give I guess short answers And then if we want you to elaborate we'll circle back But <clears throat> are you ready Katrina Yes ma'am What's Great do Boom. Best days and months to travel. Go. (laughs) That depends on the area
2: that you are traveling to. Because if you Mm -hmm. said you were going to Southeast Asia, I would tell you to avoid monsoon season. So you may want to go when it's a little warmer, which is probably going to be like the summer. Sorry, early summer, spring, January timeframe. Versus if you are going to the Caribbean, I would never encourage you to go in July or June because, you know, it's hurricane season. So you have to look up the weather for that area ahead of time and then decide based off that, when is a good time for me to go, what type of weather and experience am I looking for?
1: Great answer. Top travel hacks, go. Oh, (laughs) that's a complex question. Um, (laughs)
2: Decide. I think you kind of have to look at travel, how you look at your lifestyle. So like some people value cars more than a house, so they'd rather drive a Mercedes And live in a studio some people would rather live in a huge loft and drive a Civic so you need a travel hack based off your preferences so if you don't mind where you stay and you're gonna be out the entire time are you willing to stay in a hostel spend only $25 a night but then maybe you five business class to get there or you're doing private wine tastings in the country because you're a wine aficionado so I don't I think you need to hack yourself first Mm. and then find things that allow you to
1: amplify that into your physical world zesty answer okay follow-up question to that wasn't on the list but here we are so we need your go-to booking sites whether that be for flights accommodations so on and so forth go
2: (laughs) accommodations um when i'm backpacking hostel world and also booking.com and hotels.com. So I suggest hotels.com and booking.com because a lot of, when you're in Asia, when you're in um, Africa, a lot of them don't have their own websites. They can't afford it. And so for you to find them, they're only going to be on those sites. And even my hotel that I stayed at in Vietnam still doesn't show up on Google Maps. No idea why. It was amazing. I had a great time. It was like a pod hostel. Um, <laughs> and when it comes to flights, I book all my flights through either Chase because I have mm. travel protection through them or I look at Google Flights. I know people like the whole skip lag and da-da. See, all that's fine when your flight doesn't get delayed and your bags aren't lost. But Mm -hmm. when they are, I don't want to have to call Kayak. I don't want to have to sit on the phone with Mm -hmm. Expedia Mm -hmm. because American Airlines is like, oh, you didn't book through us, we can't help you. Just so that I have to call them and they put me on hold. Then I got to sit on hold while they're on hold with American. I'm not doing all that shit. I could have been on another flight by now. So mm. I book directly through airlines unless it's Chase because Chase will actually go on the phone for me and they actually get stuff done because people respect them because they're worth, you know, trillions of dollars.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but those are my two for hotels and flights. And then for activities, I go on getyourguide.com.
1: Ooh. Okay. I hope you guys wrote that down because I'm, I'm going to pause the rapid fire right quick because that is key. Them airlines are good for doing that. So like Katrina said, make sure you're using Skeplag or Hopper or, you know, whatever Google flights to tell you what you should book and then go to directly to the site to do yes. said booking. <laughs> yeah. Use all of them as research and don't give them your money. Mm-hmm. Oh, that part. Okay, we're back. I hope you guys by now have a notebook because yeah, if not, pause it, come back. Here we go. So you were talking about Chase, travel perks. You had an amazing video on your social media talking about different credit cards. Go. Perks. What are they? (laughs) So
2: I have the Chase Sapphire Reserve, and I'm probably going to get the Amex Platinum pretty soon because my lifestyle has changed. So I think Chase is great if you like to travel, but you're not super bougie because Chase perks, the highest paying ones are like Instacart. You get $15 a month. DoorDash, you get $5 a month, you get $300 for travel, but that also includes Uber, parking, all of that stuff is underneath that travel. So you don't actually have to leave the country to get that $300 back. So if you just do those three things, you're gonna get your money back. So I think it's like 550 a year. Um, And then they also include Global Entry, TSA PreCheck. Always Mm -hmm. click Global Entry though, guys, if your credit card's giving it to you, because it includes TSA PreCheck. But they're just a very organized service. They also include travel protection. They include, um, I forgot what their official term is for it. But if you buy something from Shein and it don't fit you, and Shein said they won't take it back, if it's under $500, Chase will give you your money back and you can send it to Chase. And they have like purchase protection. That's what they call it. Mm. Um, And they do that for anything as long as it's not tickets. So anything physically that you buy, if you can't return it to the company, they'll pay for it. they do mm-hmm. primary car insurance, so if you rent a car, you can do like decline the car insurance there because you don't have to use your car insurance. You can use Chase first. They'll tow your car, all that stuff is all included. Um, oh, and lounge access. I'm a lounge girl. I mm. love me some free drinks and some free, mm. and your both cards come with that. The reason I'm switching to Amex is because Amex has some perks that I'm more into now, which is like Saks Fifth Avenue credit, I've started delivering a lot more food. It comes with Walmart Plus. I've been considering an Equinox membership. They do a discount for that as well. So now that my lifestyle is going up a little bit and changing, Mm. I feel like the Amex Platinum is starting to fit it a little more. But Chase and I are like this, so I'm not going anywhere anytime soon.
1: She crossed her fingers, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Say,
2: we're we're close. That's why they're crossed. That's us. <laughs> not like I'm lying to y'all I'm about to leave Chase no I really like Chase oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Considering um, Chase's private client as well in the future cause they'll they do a really good job and they have a huge outreach into the black community right now
1: so mm-hmm. okay well I signed up for my account while you were talking I'm just kidding <laughs> I'll be doing that last question are you ready let's go okay so there's a saying if you you know Once you go black, you never go back. Is that the same for first class or these different airline travel lounges, club things? Yes. Mm. I
2: pick my layovers based off where there's a lounge. Mm. I will Mm. not do a layover where there is no lounge. I try not to fly out of places where there is no lounge because I like being well fed. I like flying not sober so I can take a nap because I do a lot of very long haul flights. Um, For business class, yes, I will not do another, any flight that's over eight hours, I would not fly without a lay flat seat anymore.
0: Mm.
2: Not happening. Like when we go to Turkey, Tony, you are welcome to join me in business class, but I will not be in coach. I, but I also have a (laughs) knee problem. (laughs) So because I used to ice skate, you land all your jumps on a slant. My knee is messed Mm -hmm. up from doing that for so many years. So for me it's also a comfort thing cuz I don't want to have to go to the doctor and I don't want to be that person that can't walk so I'm willing mm-hmm. to pay that extra money. That's a lie. I'm willing to pay those extra points
1: to have <laughs> experience.
2: I've never Uh-oh. spent money to upgrade on
1: anything. Oh my god, okay, this might go back to travel perks. I'm sorry if you said it before and I missed it, but we need to circle back. How how do I get the points so that I don't have to pay for first class? Because I'm tired of living this economy um life or main cabin life as they call it. So I've elevated from basic economy. We've we've yeah. come up, but so there's a few things you can do,
2: but The biggest way you're going to get points is that initial sign-up bonus. Call, negotiate it, let them know you're interested, and sometimes they'll boost it for you. Show interest on their websites ahead of time. Use those cookies Mm -hmm. to your advantage, the ones you can't decline. So if you Mm -hmm. start looking up Amex today, start talking about it. Put your thoughts, Amex, 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 Amex. (laughs) Amex iPhone. You hear me? Amex. Okay. (laughs) I will send y'all a screenshot when I get an ad later for Amex. Okay. Then start going on their website, scrolling a little bit. Don't click. Just, you know, you got to treat it like dating. Okay. You just got to show them a little interest, like a couple pictures and then leave. And then if you do that for a little while, I promise you, you will start getting ads and emails from Amex and they'll say 80,000 point bonus, 100,000 point bonus. And that's all you need for your upgrade. 70,000 points, 80,000. That's all you need. You ain't even spent no money yet.
1: Mm. Mm. Yo, yeah, this is amazing. I hope, I mean, I hope you got something from it. If not, you won't pay any attention. Because um, <laughs> I'm i I'm going to Greece for free now, if you didn't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: now, we will say, if you can't afford the higher cards yet, Mm -hmm. pick Amex or Chase. Actually, if you're going to travel internationally, I say pick Chase because not everywhere takes American Express. Mm -hmm. Get you one of the Chase Freedom cards. I also have a Chase Freedom card. Why? Because it gets 1.5 points on every purchase. Mm -hmm. Cool. Now my regular Chase card, the one I use for travel, that gets 5% on restaurants, 5% on hotels, 10 10% per points per dollar on Lyft. But when it comes to like me just buying like some makeup at Sephora, I put it on the other Chase card and then you transfer the points and they both came with bonuses when you sign up, of course. And then my friend just let me know he does uh, a lot of credit card consulting. He's like, you know, Chase, you can call and get a new points bonus every four years.
1: (sighs) Girl,
0: you can call.
1: We needed to have this conversation on Friday because yesterday I booked like four flights, one train ticket, and like and like um, two different hotel accommodations. So
0: that I, girl, I've told you about checks, okay? See, I know you I'm have. Just, I'm just poor, oh I'm yeah, okay. nowhere.
1: So I didn't think it would work. <laughs> I'm sick so of about these
0: things. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to come behind Katrina and reiterate the points that she was making because mm-hmm. Chase ain't never done me wrong. Right. I'm a Chase stan. <laughs> I have a Chase Chase Sapphire Preserved. You have reserved, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah so before. I have
0: preferred. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so still get, you know, a bunch of points on all these purchases and stuff. I think you get, like, more points with the reserved and a few additional, um, you a, a few additional it, perks
2: it redeems for higher travel like when you yeah when you redeem your points for the reserve you get 1.5 points for each point when you re- use it for travel
1: girl love. okay have,
2: yeah so let's say to make the math easy if you have a thousand points <sighs> instead of that being worth a hundred dollars it's worth 150 dollars.
0: okay yeah yeah gotcha and i know like just on the points that you get on purchases and stuff like that like i think i get two times the points when i use my card for travel maybe three times the points when i use it for dining things like mm-hmm. that i think with your card you get like five times the points with dining so stuff yeah. like that so yeah it just depends on like what you can afford for your and current lifestyle and like, everything yeah, yeah. cuz i like i feel like the preferred gives me everything that i need for right now i'm i'm probably going to end up upgrading to the reserve pretty soon knowing how much I plan to travel even more in the future but Mm -hmm. yeah it just works out for me it's only a $95 annual fee and the points that I got with my chase card is how I paid for our trip to Mexico Jeme and also my my flight to Greece both of those flights were just points I did not put a dime to those, oh, so. Y'all,
1: I'm literally on their site right now. Which I told you, I, I just went to the homepage and they're willing to get come up off of two hundred dollars if you just get direct deposit into a checking account. So I'm not even on the credit card page yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about switching my banks from the Credit Union because, excuse me, oh, man, I know this have this a whole other conversation
2: budget. about where your going mm. should be because I need oh, to yeah. offer do
1: this high yield savings accounts.
2: Yes. I'm about to get my money. Yes, Apple's new bank account. Oh my god, that return! Yeah. Well, the credit
1: card is what I have. I fucking love Apple's shit. So mm-hmm. I didn't know that they had bank accounts. They're now. just
2: starting. I think their return is supposed to be like three percent. And to give you perspective, wow, Navy
1: Federal, my savings account gets point zero zero two percent. Yes, and if you're at Wells mm-hmm. Fargo, you need at least ten thousand dollars in your checking account just to make point one percent so or is it zero one either way and then the credit union state employees that used to be my jam they were offering some great numbers at some point then the 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 pandemic hits and it's been sad ever since they said they were gonna go back up but then they realized it's more lucrative not to Mm -hmm. so jemaine needs to move her money yes
0: (laughs) So, if you are trying to figure out where to move your money, please revisit the episode where we talked about budgeting and skip ahead to the part where we talked about high yield savings accounts. Oh, yeah, you're gonna need it. You're gonna and get need you a financial
1: advisor, <laughs> honey.
0: Mine betrayed Damn. me.
1: What? We're just. It's okay. She left. You know how I? Okay. Uh-oh. Completely different, and we can take this out the episode. But she. <sighs> She left the company, didn't let me know. The company didn't let me know. I've been trying to get in touch with her <laughs> since tax time. And life has been hard. She finally called me after I hit her up, I don't know how many times, and texted her. And she was just like, Yeah, Shannon can take care of you. I was like, But you don't know fucking Shannon. I know oh. you. You're you're an Aggie. We're supposed to be loyal. Like, I don't understand. He's so ag- so loyal. <laughs> I think she wants to help. She does. She works at a retirement thing, so I'm gonna just ask if she Mm. doesn't mind doing financial advising on the side before I completely move my
0: money elsewhere. Would you like to work with my financial advisor? Because she actually lives in Greensboro.
1: Please, any yes, like is she gonna be consistent? And I don't because literally the reason I'm upset is I moved my money from Fidelity over to this like investment company and. I, now I can't even see it because I've been asking for the login to get into. The, yeah, honey, honey, money.
0: they stole yes. your money.
1: They did. They
2: stole your money. What? Oh no! You can't see it. Okay. Not to sound oh. like a three year old, but how you know
1: it's still there? That, I do not. That's why I've been <laughs> <laughs> trying to get into. Oh, you so good. even you, you walk up over there. Where are you at? I don't I think they're somewhere in in like a small no, no. I don't remember. I know the address I can I know where to get it from, but they're like a small mom and pop little financial Um. whatever agency type thing. That's the reason she left because she wasn't, I guess, making the money that she wanted to and there wasn't that level of stability that she was looking for. So now she's at a larger company. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just here. Oh, and I'm just like, I, I think the only thing that's keeping me calm is that wasn't money that I was like regularly using, but my future Jemais like voice started talking and was like, "Bitch, I need this. Like, if w'e trying to retire by 45, then we <laughs> <Every laughs> need this So, yeah, if you do choose to leave this in, y'all keep track of your money, know who you're working with. Um, make sure you demand notifications when people move on, yeah, okay,
0: okay, so I'm just gonna put this out there for all those listening. If you are looking for a financial advisor, you're interested in one, send us a DM on Instagram, send me in a <laughs> letter, something <laughs> like that, and I will hook you up with mine because she's phenomenal mm-hmm. and I'll tell you who to avoid. <laughs> yeah. So let's just go ahead and get into the cheat codes. So Jemay, since you already have yours, what you got? If they are going to make you work
1: for it, bleed them dry. And I'm talking about your company. So, I mean, stay within the per diem. But if they're making you go all over the place... Enjoy that, okay? Enjoy the beverages, enjoy the drinks, (laughs) enjoy the meals. Because I have been with my boss and he has spent upwards of like $500 on dinner just because he's like, yeah, it's fine. We can put it on the company card. I've been in country clubs. I've been in these like membership lounges things, honey. I've been spoiled and I've I've seen the other side and I just want to be there. So bleed them dry is the the cheat code.
0: (laughs) I'm with you on that, I'm with Mm -hmm. you on that. I think I get the concept now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my cheat code is use the PTO. Mm -hmm. Use the PTO, use the PTO. You have it for a reason. Why are you trying to save up like this infinite amount of PTO that you never actually plan to use? Mm. Fuck that. Fuck the job, honestly. Use your PTO. I was just talking about this in one of my work group chats, actually, because I have this one friend who just left um, for some trip, I think in Atlanta, and she took off a week of work. And then another person in the group was like, oh, your manager approved like a week of PTO, da, da, da. And we are all like, bro, fuck that approval. What? Like, no. PTO means prepare the others because I'm taking off <laughs> whether you like it or not. Use the PTO. That's all I got. Katrina, what you got? What I you
1: love
2: got? that. I kind of want to take a jab at what you just said as well. Because remember, the longer you wait and the more you uh, progress in your career, the harder it's going to be to take all that PTO mm-hmm. that you done saved up. It's a lot easier the earlier in your career to take yeah. off because when people rely on you, mm-hmm. you can take PTO, but I take PTO with my cell phone. So with my mm-hmm. work cell. So it's a little different than fun. before. Um mm-hmm. so use that use it early. Uh I think my <laughs> cheat codes are okay. I guess it's kind of two, but they're kind of like the same thing. Um if you work remote, there are some great programs out here that'll allow you to travel. They'll organize your travel and You don't really have to stress about it. One of the most popular ones is Remote Year. There's some other ones as well out there that we can look into, but Remote Year is going to give you one of the best experiences. It's cheaper than rent because my rent, we don't got to put my business out there. It's (laughs) $2,000 a month for you to do this. And Mm -hmm. I think they usually have a deposit up front and they pre-select your countries. They uh, have housing for you. They make sure you have a co-working space, everything that you need Mm -hmm. to Get your job done, but also dive into the culture. They also have volunteer projects for you to work on. So you're able to do more. If you want to travel for free, I guess this is like the best cheat code. Mm -hmm. There are two ways I recommend. One is harder than the other. We'll start with the hardest one. Um, House sitting. House sitting these Mm -hmm. days has become real popular. But if you try to go Mm -hmm. on a lot of the sites, if you take your time and wait it out and you're not impatient, you can find opportunities to house sit for people. And you don't pay them any money. Sometimes they even pay you money because they just want to make sure squatters can't come into your house. It's really popular here. I live in California. Our squatter rights are disrespectful. Okay. It takes, (laughs) I think someone can legally fight you for your house if they squat in it for like over 30 days and you don't notice. So let's say like you're a celebrity and you're filming um, overseas for six months and you don't have someone watch your house. If someone moves in, they can fight you in court for your house. So for that reason, a lot of people do house sitting. Sometimes you have to take care of pets, but usually it's a free way for you to stay somewhere else and it doesn't take all your time. If you are willing to put in a little more work, there are programs like Woof, which is the worldwide organization of farming where you can go and work on a farm for free and have a place to stay. And it's not just farms. One of the ones I looked into doing was a winery. They would teach Mm -hmm. you how to make wine there and you actually live there and you um, get to learn about their culture and their agriculture processes so don't mm. turn those down and also never forget the Peace Corps is always still here. It is still thriving. Mm. No one talks about the Peace Corps anymore. I know. It. I don't. Oh, that was don't. my goal
1: as a fifth grader. I just
2: to- I was planning on joining the Peace Corps after college because they used to have a master's degree program and they got mm. rid of it just because of funding. But don't forget the Peace Corps is out there. It doesn't have to be a two-year commitment. They do shorter programs as well. So keep that in mind. And if all mm. else, study abroad. Yes. there's a ton of scholarships for that too
1: mm-hmm. all these grants and whatnot. not
0: that was a long cheat code
1: so those, I it mean, was great it was added
0: it was very <laughs> helpful like no mm-hmm. I think we all needed all the cheat codes so thank you so much we really appreciate you and we also just appreciate you for coming on to this podcast where we just really talk about bullshit <laughs> and <laughs> <it's> helpful <laughs> helpful bullshit You came on here and you really, you really helped us out. I think you probably helped out our audience. Go travel Mm -hmm. the world, guys! Just go travel Mm -hmm. the world because Katrina is making it possible. Okay, for real, yeah, and you can too. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Wait, what was that one commercial? Only you can prevent forest fires. That's right. Oh my god Oh okay let's wrap this up We gotta get off this phone Okay Katrina tell the people where they can Find you let them know your Instagram Your website All that
2: Yeah um my Instagram is The Katrina Warren It's spelled exactly like it sounds The Katrina With a K yes like the hurricane And Warren W-A-R-R-E-N Um and then my website is alexandrianconsulting.com and i think there's still a link up there to uh, some pamphlets and stuff that i created that if you have like basic mm-hmm. questions it covers a lot of that so mm-hmm. and if not you can always reach out but tell me why you're reaching out don't just say hey <laughs> we got we got trauma <laughs> don't don't
1: say that <laughs> oh oh Go listen to that relationship episode.
2: That's (laughs) know. You you already know. Yeah. Don't say what you want in the Mm. DM. Right.
0: But again, thank you so much, Katrina, for coming on the show. This was great. I had a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you like this episode and if you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts Spotify, Apple, and you know, wherever else people listen. I, it's really just those two, honestly. Let's be for real. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us on Instagram at Occasional Adult Pod. And you can submit a listener letter or become a donating supporter by visiting our link tree, which is in our Instagram bio that's all i got for y'all jamae you got anything else just one thing i have a prayer
1: and a manifestation and affirmation for you all you will not always have to ask for permission to take off that is for you (laughs)
0: well you already know how i feel about it fuck the permission but I guess
1: i'm saying you don't even like <laughs> we're going to where we control our own schedules. There's a level of autonomy.
0: <sighs> and um, peace. Mm-hmm. That is a good affirmation. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You, you say things in such a positive manner and then I just come in and I'm like, <laughs> fuck well, everybody. if you want me to just
1: channel, you know, the Tony fuck this job. So, all right.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm saying be better than me, be better than me. Okay, and then I retract. Fuck this job. Don't be aggressive (laughs) design. You'll get farther in life. (laughs) Okay, bye, y'all.